0: Hard to tell. Yeah. At least we're not sharing a Facebook account. Hey. Don't go there. <laughs> be <cute>. um, yeah. <laughs> we we share one. I'm guilty. I have a business one and I got a shared one, but huh? oh good. I'm glad you said that. I was about to really make fun of people that do that.
1: <laughs> I do it all the time. Yeah.
2: You're listening to that church podcast with Justin Dean in Van Baird. We help digital communicators tell the best story that church has to tell. Learn more about our conference, regional workshops and online training and resources at thatcc.com.
1: Well welcome in everyone to that church podcast where we help digital communicators tell the best story the church has to tell. I am Van Baird, one of the co-founders of that church conference along with Justin Dean. And in today's episode, we're continuing our two-part episode, our podcast, with Andrew Reeves and Richie Hurdle with Reach Out Marketing, and we're on the topic of doing Facebook ads the right way. And uh, I'm kind of embarrassed, but wait till you guys hear what they said about the ad that we had running at the time we recorded this episode. Um, Stay tuned for more information on that, but before we get to them... When this podcast goes out on January the 11th, that'll mean we'll just be six days away from that church conference workshop in San Diego, and it's going to be at the Rock Church, and we're going to have a room full of church communication folks just like you, and we'll be doing what we do best. We've got a lineup of speakers. They're going to, and all these speakers are actually in the church world, um, and those speakers are going to be in the room to help digital communicators tell the best story. The church has to tell. It's a one-day intensive workshop. And what do I mean by that? Well, it's going to be hands-on for sure. You're going to be pulling your laptops out, lots of notes, lots of Q&A, and our attendees um, will walk away with new strategies that they can implement in their church right away. So they'll be able to just go right back into their office, their church, and, and implement what they got that day. Um, if you're in the area, we still have a few tickets left. If you want to be in the room, the tickets are 349 in person, And you can go to thatcc.com uh, and find out all that information. But for so many of you, you can't exactly just pull up um, a trip to San Diego between now and then. Or you're listening to this podcast after we've had the workshop. And or you just don't have $349. So that's not a problem, actually. Um, we're going to be broadcasting the entire day via live stream on thatcc.com. And the live stream is brought to you by our friends at Tidely the innovators in church giving, be sure to check them out at get.tithe.ly. Great folks over at Tidely. And the stream will be up for a few days afterwards. So if you want to join us actually live, you can Pacific time from nine to five that day, but then the, the live stream will be up for a few days afterwards. So you can catch it there. You don't have to actually be sitting in front of your computer. And the cost of the live stream is $149. So you and your entire team can watch and soak in what our speakers will be delivering in the room. And can I take a minute just to brag on our speakers? Um, this lineup is so worth your time. Whether you can get there in the room or, or sign up online for the live stream, we have Jay Cranda, who is the online pastor at Saddleback Church. He's going to be talking about going from online to offline, just some online church online best practices. And and I know there's a lot of good people doing what he's doing in this area, but we consider him to be our online pastor. He does it so well uh, of getting people connected from the digital world into the physical world. Can't wait to hear from Jay. Sam Hoover, uh, who is uh, the social media manager for Compassion International, uh, is going to be talking about how to connect social media to a bigger story. I think we can all get better at telling better stories. Sam is hysterical. Um, He's a great guy and can't wait to hear from Sam. And then tag teaming. Um, Maggie Berrigan, who's a social media manager at The Rock Church, and Maylene Nazar, who is the public relations rock star. Um, They're tag-teaming on a talk about taking public relations in the church and engaging with your community and giving you step-by-step on how to do that. And then Anthony Miller, who is the pastor of communications at Saddleback Church, is going to be there um, talking about marketing and communications in the church um, and so just a wealth of knowledge is going to be in the room for that day. Uh, so that's the San Diego workshop, January 17th. You can get all the details at thatcc.com. Uh, trust me, if you just go to our main website, there'll be plenty of links connecting you to San Diego. If, and here's a hint. If you want, since you're listening to this podcast, if you want to check out whether you're buying an actual physical ticket or you want to buy the live stream, use the uh, discount code podcast. And you'll get $50 off the physical ticket or the live stream access. But, um, but come a little closer to your speaker. Um, I'm going to whisper this. This is just going to be between you and me, a little insider information. Uh, so don't tell anybody else that I told you this. But if you really want to save some money on the workshop and be able to watch the videos from San Diego and any of our other conferences that we've had in the past, and any that we'll have in the future. If I were you, just between you and me, I would go to thatcc.com and sign up for our pro membership. It's just $49. So a little different approach financially to getting access to all this stuff. But that's our monthly subscription fee that you can sign up for. um, And then you can cancel that a month later. So there's that's a little end around on the whole system. But I don't think you're going to do that, though, because of the amazing content on the pro member site. So if you go to com slash pro, um, you can sign up in all of this resources that are exclusive just for our pro members. We've got uh, a new media library that focuses just on content, which we've put some videos up uh, of these podcasts. And like today's episode is going to be worthy of that because we're going to be Um, doing screen shares and walking through step-by-step how to do Facebook ads the right way. So that'll be on there. There's a resource center, which makes downloading um, certain documents that we're all kind of looking for and books easier. So we've got that set aside for you. You get to collaborate with other pro members in our new private Facebook group, which I think is worth the cost of admission. You get to replay every session. I mentioned this before, every session and breakout from our Atlanta conferences, our workshop in Chicago last year. Now we have the uh, San Diego workshop that'll be up, and then we've got Nashville, we've got Chicago, and then Atlanta. All those conferences you get to access for being a pro member for just forty nine dollars a month. There's training videos from folks like Phil Battle and Stephen Brewster, and we got more to come on that. Can't can't really talk about those yet, but the stuff that's coming is going to be um, fantastic. Um, and so, don't miss out on all these perks that are only available for pro members. I didn't even mention. That if you're a pro member, you get to save up a hundred you get to save up to $149 per ticket to the Atlanta Conference. Our pro members can purchase tickets for only $250. And it's 199 dollars for all the workshops. So um, be sure you, 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 you know, the only way you get that is by signing up to be a pro member. Um, you get a complimentary subscription to Sundaysocial.tv, which means you get new social graphics for your church every day. They just take all the guesswork out of it as far as what you want to post on your on your social platforms. You can download a free copy of Kim Meyer's book, Less Chaos, Less Noise. I mean, she is the godmother of church communications. Let's be real. Um, and that's only available for a short time longer. So be sure and sign up to get the copy of that. Um, and then of course, like I mentioned, you get the live stream for free. We're going to have well over 100 people that are already on the live stream because they're pro members. So don't miss out on that. Just spend the 49 bucks Sign up, get the content for the live stream, and then check out everything else we're doing. We bet that you'll stick around month-to-month month, or you'll just sign up for the annual fee because we've got um, a Chicago workshop coming up on April 25th at Soul City Church in Chicago. We've got a Nashville workshop on July 14th at Cross Point Church, uh, our friends Katie and Daryl there. And then we've got our big conference in Atlanta on September 26th and 27th. All this information is on thatcc.com. We'll put direct links in the show notes if you want to go on and just click a link to get direct access to all of those. But, so with all that said, let's get ready to jump back into part two of our episode uh, of our conversation with Andrew Rees and Richie Hurdle with Reach Out Marketing. Uh, That's at www.reachout-marketing.com. And so we started this podcast last week There was so much rich content that it ended up going in two parts. And all of this is also recorded, um, the screenshots, the video, and that'll be online. So you can kind of see the step-by-step. We tried to keep that in mind as we were talking, um, and we referenced just the listeners as much as we can. But there is a visual component that you're probably not going to want to miss out on. Um, But that's going to be on the Pro Access site on thatcc.com. But we had a Facebook ad that we were running at the time of this recording, Um, and it's kind of embarrassing what we ended up doing with that ad. Uh, but we learned so much from Andrew and Richie. Um, you're going to want to take notes. If you're in the car, be sure and pull over. Don't try and, you know, take physical notes while you're driving. Uh, it'll be there for you when you get to where you're going. Um, but sit back, don't relax, um, get hyped up because this is such rich content, um, from Andrew Rees and Richie Hurdle with Reach Out Marketing. Well, welcome back into our conversation with Andrew Rees and Richie Hurdle. Um, they are with Reach Out Marketing, and they're, they're, <laughs> they're going to blow our minds on some Facebook marketing using ad campaigns the right way on Facebook. Um, and so if you listen to our last podcast, you know we're running a current campaign right now uh, because we wanted to get some eyeballs on a workshop that we're doing in San Diego that by the time this podcast runs we may have already we've already have even had the the workshop um but we're trying to get people to click um to, to learn more about the the workshop and we've done it in what we think is kind of a, a creative way we're we're rickrolling people because who doesn't like getting rickrolled the person that's being rickrolled that's who doesn't like being rickrolled. um but so far so good we've gotten some good feedback we've gotten some good engagement but Um, We have no idea, really, if our ad is performing well, um, if it could be doing well. Um, So um, I'm going to walk people through where we're trying to send people. We'll show you the ad that we created, and then Andrew and Richie are going to um, break it down, break it apart. And we might even just start all over by the time it's all said and done. So um, for those of you that are listening on the podcast, we're going to try and be as... um, creative and with our words as possible so you know what we're talking about but this is really meant to be viewed on the video and all this is going to be housed on our website at thatcc.com and that link will be in the show notes so you guys ready yep let's do it all right so on our screen right now i'm bringing up um our our web our um website where we're running the the ad um, and so we want to get people to get here, watch a quick video where we rickroll them and then scroll down and we want them to click on more information about our San Diego workshop, um, either online or in person. And so that's, that's where we wanted to get people to. And so what we did was create an ad and let me get back out to the actual ad. Um, hit back. So if you're watching or listening online, we're looking at the ad that I created um, we ran it, we, we gave it a $250 budget. We're going to run it from, um, I think January 27th December or December 28th through January 2nd. Um, and we have one ad that is a picture of, um, a church being built. It's like the frame of a church. Um, and we have some copy that basically says, um, no more physical churches. Everything should be digital. Um, we're trying because we wanted people to click on the ad uh, and be confrontational and then, you know, surprise them with the actual video. So
3: yeah.
1: you guys take it over from here, um, you know, based on what we set up um, from our budget, from our ad. What uh, did we do wrong?
0: Well, we're going to back you <laughs> up to the very, very first yeah. page. <laughs>
1: okay. Let's go back to the, uh, let's go
3: back to the landing page really quickly here. Okay. Yep. The first thing <clears throat> I, I noticed right away is that, that everything's below the fold. Below the fold. Yep. So when you when you first land on the page, go all the way to the top. Yeah. There's no call to action.
2: Gotcha. And that's probably. Uh, I mean, that was d- by design with this because we want people to watch the video and
0: get rick rolled first. Yeah, right. We and had, we haven't. We like and, any and, page we would have had the call to action right away. Yeah. Been, full disclaimer: We haven't seen the ad or uh, yeah. anything really yet, so we don't we don't know what the strategy was necessarily, but. Yeah. So if people clicked on it seems like they're going to
1: watch a video about why not to have physical buildings. And then our buddy Rick shows up and we explain that people got Rick rolled. Um, we would never want to give up on the local church, Uh, read more below. And so if you scroll down, there's some copy that talks about don't hate us. We're breaking up the Christmas laws, but it, but we know how important it is to have a digital, um, platform. And so to join us in San Diego at our conference, either physically, or online, so that's that's it. We have, and you're right. There's not like an obvious call to action. Um, our hyperlinks are orange, and that's really the only thing.
0: No, that's. So, would you guys typically use a landing page?
2: Yeah, if we had um, like, so if we did an ad, a straight ad just for the uh, workshop, like if you go click on workshops in the San Diego van, typically we would just probably have it go to the San Diego landing page. Okay. Um, and we can visit that page and, you know, boom, we got register in person or register online or two orange buttons right up top. Okay. And separate
0: from this page or is this, this would be the page you'd go. You'd go to?
2: Like if I were setting up an ad right now for the yeah. scenic workshop, and actually we have run other ones that aren't Rick roll ones that just dump them at this page. Um, okay. We're not opposed to setting up a landing page specifically for ads either. So that's, that's definitely what I think you guys should speak into.
3: Yeah. I I think if you're going to do any kind of, uh, event marketing, uh, specific to, especially when you're asking people to register and pay, um, you got to have a standalone landing page, um, for that purpose. And I mean, those services aren't expensive. It's pretty much all we use. Yeah. We, we do a lot of stuff with like unbounce and, uh, lead pages and things like that. Um, I would definitely recommend doing something
1: along those lines for uh, event specific. Just because so what we're saying is it's okay that we have this page that we're looking at, which is our our workshop page, but we should have had a separate one with it. Really,
0: it only yeah. generates clicks. Yeah, I mean, because I mean. yeah, the reason is cut, is twofold, really. I mean, it's <clears throat> you uh, you don't want any navigation. The whole point, like when you run ads, you don't want anything that will distract the the traffic from doing what you want them to do. Period. Yeah. So when you when you send them to a website. They could click blog or job board or conference or coaching. Now they're overwhelmed and they're eight clicks deep okay. except for the one that you wanted them to take.
2: I got that. I, I understand that. Um, it, my my theory uh, when we were setting up ads before is like, man, I, I want them to get to this page because if they don't make a decision right now, I want them to know where to go later. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But I totally see the value in clicking on an ad and having it just be very clear, like, here's, here's how you register. And maybe they can click off of there to go to our website um, if they wanted to. But
3: Yeah, I'd say if you're going to have options to click off of it, you'd want them to be below the fold, right, below that first call to action. Because yeah. it's, it's not, some people are going to get beyond that first screen. Um, I, I don't know what the percentages are, but it's pretty low.
1: It's, yeah, it's, 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 like,
3: it's like 9% or something like that. We'll see right. anything below the
1: fold. So this is interesting from an ad standpoint, we were, we're not really the, the first place we would have started was where we were going to send people to, mm-hmm. right? not necessarily how, the, how we build the ad. So yeah, that's,
0: that's the biggest thing. That's a great point. I'm glad you brought it up because we haven't, we haven't spoke to it yet. But when you think Facebook advertising, you have to think reverse engineering. You do not start with the beginning. You start with the end. What is the final product, the final goal? Work your way back from that. So literally right. the ad is the last thing that we create. When we're doing any type of campaign for any okay, I okay, well, understand that. So, but based on what we've
1: done at this point, yeah, um, you know, let's again, go back to the ads manager. We, we can certainly go that. Yeah, but just let's go back and look at the ad that we have built. Mm-hmm. Um, And where would you guys start here? What do you want to see first? Good.
0: So right now we're at the uh, we're at the ad set level. You guys know that, but just for the audience here, if you're not familiar, we're at the ad set level. This is where you could plug in you know, your audiences and your demographics and all that kind of stuff. So what we're looking at here is you're running one ad set at a $250 budget, um, starting December 28th, ending January 2nd. So, um, right off the bat, initially what we would recommend is that you break that budget out into, um, into a daily figure. So I think $250 over that, uh, span was like 45 bucks a day. I think we said, yes, right. So what we would do if this was me running it is I would actually run two separate ads at twenty dollars each. Twenty dollars is like the perfect budget for testing an ad. That's basically what we start everything at, unless we already know that it performs and we can we can start it way higher than that. Okay. Um, so we would run two two ads and then we would leave a, a five dollar budget for remarketing retargeting. Okay. So
1: let's we'll get to the remarketing retargeting in a sec. So the two ads is basically A B testing. Exactly. Before we dump a bunch of money into a campaign that doesn't perform well, you're saying let's just find out what is working better based on those two ads.
3: And well, yeah, that Yes, and on top of that, you, having two ad sets allows you to basically effectively double your reach. Okay. Because you can offset the age groups by one year, and Facebook okay. won't make those two ads compete with one another. So if I had another one for twenty, so years. Your, your daily reach here looks like it's – 1,800 to 4,700 today a day is yeah. what you could almost double that by having a double ad. Well,
2: like, like back that up. So th- this ad here is targeting people 21 to 55. Mm-hmm. If you're saying we duplicate this ad so that we have two different ads, we, we wouldn't target them both to 21 and 55. You're saying you would offset one of them. Like 22 50 to or 56 or 22 to
0: 55 or oh. yeah, 20 to 55. And what does that do to Facebook? Like what is it? Why is Why would you do that? Basically, if you duplicate this exact ad, you're competing against yourself, and it's not a huge deal when you're doing these little things, but it w- it will make a difference, hundred percent. So, you know, if you could save a penny, save a penny, and that's what sure. you know. Yeah. That's what we do, so,
1: no, so I've seen that for other um, times where we've run like six ad sets, yeah. um, and I didn't I didn't know that I didn't know to change yeah. the age groups. Yeah, offset so something one, one variable. The
2: other five. Right. That's brilliant, though. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like that's a like boom moment. <laughs> like that's crazy. Awesome. You're, you're effectively reaching the same people. You know, you, you might add a, a year on there, but the ads aren't competing with each other. So they're both being seen an equal amount. That's basically what we're doing. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's that's great. Right. Yeah.
0: Rule of thumb, just run uh, as many $20 ads as you can and offset them by one variable. Okay. Wow. You know, when we're in the business world and we're doing something, sometimes we'll have a hundred ads, all with different variables so we can test everything because you're never going to get it right the first time. That's what's important. So okay. the reason in this case we would run one to run two ads, we're going to actually run the same ad copy, but two different images. Cause what we found is the image actually accounts for 80% of the ads effectiveness, 80% okay. that yeah. bit. So we don't know that we're going to choose the right image right away. Mm-hmm. Let's test two of them against each other. And never touch your ad uh, within 24 hours, let it go 24 to 36 hours before touching anything. Otherwise just gather enough data, right? Yeah. The Facebook algorithms are are working. They're doing their thing in the background. You don't realize it, but if you tweak stuff, then you're telling Facebook, you know, optimize for this instead of this, you're tweaking it. It'll throw it off and you'll never perform the way that just out of ignorance. When
1: I set this up, this ad up, I just went through the steps on Facebook. There's a lot of defaults. If i are yes. running an ad for the first time that Facebook yeah. has, the fact that we have our page connected to our Instagram account, mm-hmm. the ad set defaulted to be shown on both platforms. Yeah, you yeah. got it. And so what I saw 12 hours in was uh, – I'm making up a number here. If we had reached 1,250 people total, um, 1,242 of those were on Instagram. Yeah. And, and we <laughs> could see the likes, and that wasn't the audience I wanted to reach, and right. I was really more wanting it to be on Facebook. And only six people had seen the ad on Facebook. Yeah. So I had to go yeah. in and unclick that within the first 24 hours. And it yeah. effectively grinds to a halt the ad for a while.
0: It, it, yeah. It'll still run and you'll still spend money, but you're, uh, you've just disrupted the optimization pattern. And so you're just taking more time. So you can yeah. do a rule of thumb, one change every 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. And probably what you, in that situation,
3: what you probably should have done is killed the ad altogether, yeah. duplicated it, and then in the duplicate, turn off Instagram and start over. Because yeah, you're starting that 24 hour window again, but you know that you're going to get good engagement if you get it in front of the right people. Okay, at least
1: hopefully. Yeah, um, I can see us killing this ad by the time this this is over. <laughs> 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 But I yeah. like this, where this is going. Okay. So I got through, I got my ad up here. Um, sure. so the first takeaway is run smaller monetary campaigns, AB test it. And you said leave $5 to do what? $5 to retarget, yep. retarget. And why would I, when and why am I going to do that? Well, I,
3: <laughs> you're going to do that as soon as you can, usually within 24 to 48 hours after your, um, your ads run. So you need to season your Facebook pixel. And I know you guys have a Facebook pixel. So, um, Let's right, look at so we'll that. We probably need to stop and define Facebook pixel for people. Sure. A Facebook pixel is just a little bit of code. I mean, it's what, three or four lines of code. It's not Java code yeah. JavaScript code that you put into the head of your website. And if you don't mind, so do it gives
2: you this code, right?
3: Yeah, Facebook will generate this code out of your out of your ads account. Yeah. So on the screen, then, I'm pulling up our pixel that we set up. There you go. Uh, and it's, it's an invisible code. It doesn't, It's not something that shows up on your website. Nobody's going to see it. There are ways to look at it. Uh, you can download tools and Chrome extensions and things like that to see if there's a pixel there, but 99.999% of people don't even know they exist. Okay. You put that so, into your website. And as you can see here on your website, you've got 607 people that were logged into Facebook that saw that were logged into Facebook that were on that page
1: after you installed that code. Yes. Yeah, so on the screen, we're seeing kind of a um, an analysis of that pixel, that piece of code that we put on our website and because we did that, we know that 607 people were on that specific URL that, that was showing code. the video that yeah. blog code. And, to,
0: and to be clear, we don't uh, we don't have names or emails or anything of these people. But if Andrew was one of the 607 people that went to that page, Facebook knows that. So he's now in that group of 607. So I don't know it. Facebook knows it. Okay. So and and
1: this is where my mind got blown with this pixel. Now we know 607 people were on that page because Facebook knows who those people are in that retargeting. Am I re- that's the right term. Yep, right. I can retarget and run a separate ad directly to those 607 people. Yes. For a fraction of the cost because
3: Facebook does everything based on impressions. Yeah. Um, and you're, they measure everything by CPM. You may have seen those initials. That's your mm-hmm. cost per thousand impressions. Okay. Average CPM for something like this is probably gonna be 15 to 20 bucks. So you okay. can show it to all 607 people
1: for like 11 bucks. Right. I, wish, I, wish, I wish we had recorded that, my reaction live when we were. Yeah, I, know
0: that, <laughs> I,
1: know. I think it was a light bulb moment for me. Cool. A Pixel is that we were, we were, you know, dumb enough to at least put it on the site. We didn't, we weren't smart <laughs> enough to know exactly how to do it. Um, but just because we had that pixel, we now can be a lot more effective with our ad dollars going forward, so. well, let, like
2: let me let me share this as an example for a church too. Like, say say this ad is going to a page at your church's website that's inviting people to Easter. So, and you have this Facebook pixel on there. You ran an ad saying you're invited to Easter. Click here. It goes to an Easter landing page with all the information about service times, and you know maybe they didn't sign up or do any kind of call to action yet. You can now run another ad that specifically has ad copy targeting the people, you know, who have already visited that page. So that ad copy could say, Hey, uh, are are you still considering coming to, to Oak Hills church for Easter? Or, Hey, we really didn't mean that you're invited to Easter. Maybe it's a video of the pastor saying, Hey, we know you visited our, our website. We really want you to know, like, here's, here's what the experience is like. And it's a video walking through the church or something like that. I think that that's huge. Like you've narrowed your audience down so yeah. granular that you can speak specifically to people that, you know, have already taken an action. Like that's huge.
0: That's huge. absolutely the power of Facebook. And, and that's what we did for a church in Alabama if, or, or Arkansas. Uh, for their Christmas program exactly what we were talking about. So we drove traffic uh, basically as much as we could get to their event page. And then we retargeted those people and said, Hey, don't forget the event is in two days and invite a friend or yeah. the event is today. Last minute, like last service, whatever. And we doubled their attendance just by doing that. It was only 12 days of running ads. Right.
3: So, and that was, and we say double attendance, and it's like, oh, you went from 25 to 50. No, it went from 1,000 to over 2,000. It went from like 1,047 wow. to 2,100 or something like that. So, wow.
1: And in the first podcast three. we had you guys on, because this is the follow up, too. I mean, if, if churches want to take advantage of that, they're doing, these guys are doing that again for Easter. Um, that, I mean, not for everybody. They're going to, you know, kind of the first come, first serve. Yeah, really the first attend. Yeah, we're going to let them
3: talk to everybody and kind of see what works, but yeah.
1: Yeah, and so by the time this podcast comes up, y'all that might be full. But yeah. just to know that there there are opportunities um, for companies like this to to kind of do it at your cost, what you'd pay for the ad, but they'll maximize it for you. Um, and so to go from a thousand to two thousand on Christmas, and to have that many people hear like the gospel maybe for the first time, um, way yeah, more so effective you're of a celebrating spend. spend in a postcard where yeah. you don't even know if they open, you know, got it out of their mailbox.
2: Right. I, well, I
3: got I'm a, a, a on postcards. Oh, I hate postcards so much. <laughs> yeah, the postcard going to cost you what twenty-five to thirty cents per postcard, right? At least, yeah. That's just postage. Yeah. So let's call it, you know, thirty cents a piece. You do a thousand postcards. What is that? That's uh, three hundred fifty bucks. I
2: don't know. I don't. I'm from South Carolina. I don't. know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So let's
3: most 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 mailings are going to be five thousand pieces of mail. So let's call that fifteen hundred dollars in marketing if they're thirty cents a piece, which is probably low. The average postcard response, and I've sent out. Not not personally from me, but as a marketer, millions of postcards, millions of printed postcards. The average response rate on a postcard is less than 1%. Yeah, Yeah, 0.8 I think. 0.8, 0.6, 0.8. Not that you can really track it. Not (laughs) not that you can really track it that well anyway. On Facebook, you're going to spend, if you spent $1,500, your reach is going to be maybe 150,000 people. Now, people that actually click on it, maybe only 10,000. But I view a click to a website as somebody opening that mailbox, pulling out that postcard and saying, I'm interested in
2: this. I'm going to look at it. And, and we, we just that. learned you can now retarget those people over and over. And I don't
3: know who did it. We, did it. Knew,
0: we, now, we, we don't know, know who opened the postcard. <laughs> yeah. And you have an audience that you, that's a warm audience that you know. Yeah. Is, yeah you yeah. can't do that with a postcard. Yeah. I, I mean, that's
2: huge. Like we, we basically just took what churches now are doing like a shotgun approach or just, okay, I've got 500 bucks. Let's just bless it out there. Cool. I'm getting lots, lots more traffic to my site. That's a big win. A lot more page likes to the page, whatever that's worth. Now we've said no. Like we've taken that actually down to like a, a sniper rifle kind of yeah.
0: specifically yeah.
2: towards an audience. And I, uh, I love that. Like that is huge for churches. Like I, I hope that we're able to to articulate that well through
3: this targeted ROI facing. I mean, that's really our kind of our model is just absolute laser targeted. And then really focusing on how much should it cost you to get one new visitor? Yeah. 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 I mean, we, when we broke it down for the church that we did in Arkansas, it was less than a dollar per person. It was like like 68 cents per person. So if you do 68 cents to get one new person to attend your church, even if they only come that once, they heard the gospel for 68 cents. Totally. Uh, how much does it cost you to send out 10,000 postcards and how many people actually show up? You know, if it costs you $4,000 and one person comes in and gets saved, it was worth it. Yeah. But well, if you, you start tightening $4,000, know? <laughs> what if you got 500 people to come to your next special event? Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm going to share my
1: screen. I'm yeah. to come to church after that. It's all worth it. Yeah. I'm going to share my screen out again. Um, as far as, cause here, and I'll just walk you through, like, here's what I thought, um, I was doing well. Um where was I? Can I just go back? Yeah. So I was looking at this, you know, our campaign, um, we've got it redirected basically just to Facebook now. It, it's not on Instagram anymore. Um, but we've our results, all right. So 415 in post engagements. So what is what does that mean to the average listener? If you can get 415 post engagements, that means 415 people clicked on the ad.
3: Not necessarily. I mean, they engaged with the ad. They might have liked it. They might have shared it. They might have commented. They might have clicked on the website. Um, they might have
2: just expanded the, the description. Yeah, or- they
3: might have just like said, oh, let me read through these comments, see yeah. who else liked it or something like that. Post okay. engagement
0: is is yeah. good, but it's not great. And the reason you're seeing that uh, under results here is because this particular ad is optimized for engagement. So you, the, the main result they're going to show is per, per engagement. Okay, so if I want to go to the performance and go to like, Performance and clicks.
1: Clicks. That's a good one.
2: There we go.
1: Okay, Click so into now, your ad
3: level, if you could, for me. So again? Click into the ad level. Click on yes. San Diego.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay, so just for our listeners, 415 post engagements. We've reached 5,200 people. Cost per engagement is at 23 cents, and we spent $94 so far.
0: Right. So I've got a relevant score of six. Yeah, Facebook came out with the relevant stuff, um, and, and they've put a quite a bit of stock into it. So kind of what we've seen is a six or a seven or higher will perform pretty well. Um, one is the worst, ten is the best, and it does impact how much Facebook shows your post. So if you have a, a low amount of positive feedback and a high amount of negative feedback, you'll have a lower relevant score. Gotcha. Because um, people spectrum. can
2: actually click on an ad and say, this is not relevant to me. Correct. That will yeah, report time.
0: it or whatever, and you could look at that if you go into the performance dropdown and go into custom columns, okay, and then find positive and negative feedback. It'll be scrolled down in the middle. Right? Yeah, right At the bottom, right there. Right there. Yeah, positive. Click those. And just so you know, because I'm sure what it's going to come up with. it's pretty... I've never seen this screen before. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, this is where you could get really analytical. When we're sending reports or we're studying ads, this is where we really uh, pull up the information that we care about. And you can okay. play it. So then hit apply there. And and so you know what to expect. It's pretty normal to see a high. Um, so scroll over there. So we have a medium positive response. And I can't see it because. Scroll to the right there on the columns. Okay. Oh, could... We got to move our faces. I got it. There you go. Yeah. So this is normal. Um, you know, most of our ads will be at eight, nine or a 10 and we usually are medium, medium, but medium high is, is, is not really that unheard of, especially, um, you know, with really niche type marketing churches or whatever. So, so is this based uh, is, so
2: it says we have a positive uh, is rated medium and negative is rated high. Does, is this based off of people but
1: using the frowny face,
3: face, face? No, it's them telling you that they don't want to see that ad anymore. If you hover over the uh, the eye over there. Does so that
2: gonna, many people yeah. actually click that and give that feedback back to Facebook? Yeah, exactly.
3: So They're how, how many people have seen it versus how many people have said they don't want to ever see it again? Yeah. It.
1: Well, interacted with it positively which and is funny because people I, negative but it doesn't tell me how many
0: people actually said no yeah i uh, won't tell you that they info you that. they know it but we don't know it and just so you know you remember you know when facebook came out with the reactions and that you could put because you yeah. said funny face, that's yeah. what I thought it. you could put sad or crying or angry or whatever yeah. that's actually good for marketers because i don't care if you're angry at it you just engaged with it which just told facebook that it's awesome and they're right. more, and more. so right. don't be yeah. afraid if you see an angry face or whatever to find your audience a little cool. bit more. And we knew that would happen with this ad because the, the ad is our, our rickroll where we're saying
2: exactly. physical right. church buildings should go away, which is right. obviously is a joke. Evoke some we don't believe there. that, but so many people just read that and probably hit disgust and moved on without watching the video.
1: Yeah, probably. Let's go into the ad itself that we built. And I do know enough that, you know, to build a custom audience, mm-hmm. Um, okay so and but i still get frustrated as i'm choosing this these audiences because it's it's just you have to like match up what facebook already has it's not like i can name specifically you know um it already exists like the pick list it only knows so many churches
2: (laughs) all the mega churches you know it's not gonna know really smaller specific ones
0: yeah um one other thing you can do, and this is, uh, I think a thousand people is really what you're aiming for, but let's say you have, if you have a list of your members, you can actually upload that list into Facebook as a custom audience. And then okay. Facebook will match the the email addresses with people that are on Facebook with that same email address. What <laughs> You can yeah. even use
2: that to exclude them, right? Like if exactly. I, you know this, What's yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know how to do it though. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Also, Richie, Richie was probably just about to say it, but when you do that, you can also tell Facebook to create a look-alike audience. It'll okay. say, "Okay, we've got these thousand people based on their interactions on Facebook, how they how they act on Facebook, what they engage with on Facebook." We're going to find five, fifty thousand more people just like them, and usually it's, oh. a million. it's, about a million. it's usually a million. Yeah, but you want to? We usually. Yeah, you'll target Take it down on, to a smaller uh,
2: geographic area. But yeah. now that's that. I didn't know that. That's
0: cool. Yeah, they'll yeah. say who, what, what other people look like. The people in this group, find them. Let's show them some ads. Where sure. would we have put that in? Where would we have uploaded that list? You would have done it under audiences. Um, you can do it here, but the easiest way to do it is 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 the drop down where you went to the pixel. Oh, and you're creating an audience that you're saving for later. So on the right, right, audience there. insights, but over under assets. Asset, and then audiences.
1: Yeah. Okay. And this is so, Yeah. For those listening, I mean, I'm in the ads manager on Facebook and there's a little hamburger next to the ads manager. When you click on that, uh, there's all these other subcategories and I'm under assets and audiences. And so as my, as I'm taping my, my brain back together with duct tape. <laughs> um, so we've got audiences that I've created in the past custom audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can go in here and, and actually upload email addresses. So, and that, that email address is, is attached
0: to a Facebook account. Yeah. So you, would, and you need a CSV file, but you underneath that blue tab there the create audience dropdown. You'd click that and you'd go custom audiences. Okay. And then you would so do it Choices. customer that's- file. Like a Customer a file, website traffic,
1: app activity. If I had an app, yeah, mm-hmm. on Facebook. This
0: bottom one, by the way, is awesome. It's brand new to Facebook. It's something that we used in our last couple of campaigns. All engagement on Facebook. Yep. yep. It's wow. basically you can click that, and then you can say anybody that engaged with my page or an ad, or anybody <laughs> that engaged with anything. And what that does is makes it a little bit easier to retarget. Um, yeah. What? Wow. But, whether, but whether they like the page or not,
2: it's just if they've engaged with it. If they clicked exactly. on it, it, whatever they did, you can show it to them. Yep. Over the we last
0: three
1: hundred sixty-five money. days, we are wasting so much money, man. Oh my <laughs> god. Uh, yeah. It's all, right, all right. Honestly, um, real question: Should I hit pause on our ad right now and just start over? Yes. Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> Holy crap! I'll definitely do that.
2: <laughs> so the uh, let's go back to the. Um, just talking, go back to the creating your custom audience by uploading a file. So it, it obviously is going to tell you what you need to upload. I, I'm assuming it's basically just email addresses from a CSV file. So I could export that from like our MailChimp account. Yep. Exactly. And upload that. And then it, it, it would now create an audience oh, there's an import of yeah. everyone that's specifically option. on that list.
0: Yeah. Oh, and and it that's a an match to the mailchimp. And typically, it it's about match a match button. That's amazing. I know. And, and typically, it's about a fifty percent match rate. So don't expect every, okay. every.
2: They may not use the same email
3: address. Yeah, they use a different email. But if you still... have a more database, it's going to be better than fifty percent. But if it's a, a cooler database, expect fifty yeah. percent. Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. I mean, just from a time standpoint, we're we're you know yeah, we're up we're against good. it. I, I just. Like, I don't know how, what we're going to end up doing with this information or how we're going to. I mean, uh, like, we, like, our company wants
2: to work with your
1: company. <laughs> I Maybe mean, it's on. a three or
2: four. Pull out. Pull out because my mind is just now catching up. Oh, like, churches, need to, churches need to hear this because we're pushing on MailChimp all the time.
3: Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, my gosh. Gosh. You can
2: export I mean, your MailChimp list, upload it to the Facebook ad manager, and create an audience specifically of your people. Or you can exclude those people because you don't want to waste ad dollars on people who already are engaged with.
0: Them. Yeah, or vice versa, show just your membership and ad specific to the member, you know, to the members yeah. or whatever. It's a good it is. way to get the message out. So, so to, the,
1: the the less, <laughs> to the less than one percent of our audience listening that is already knows all this stuff, God bless you for listening. Thank you so much. <laughs> <Hardly think. laughs>
2: And thanks for not sharing. Yeah, really. (laughs) That's right.
1: (laughs) But I think for 99% of the people listening, this is going to be the start of, you know, something so brand new and so much more efficient and effective. And and so what I want to do is offline have a discussion with you two of how we can incorporate this knowledge into our community, how you guys can pour into that. And as you're starting your new company, I mean, your website's how many days old?
0: Yesterday uh, we finished 20, it. Twenty four <laughs> hours, twenty three hours.
1: <laughs> today's, today's, today's December thirtieth, two thousand sixteen. Right. Mm-hmm. So by the time this hits the air, maybe it's thirty days old. um So we we want to definitely you know have give you access to our audience as well because this is going to be easily the most effective way um to spend the dollars that we've been you know given yeah. be stewards over uh, in the church um and if and you're
2: listening in the car to this podcast w- once we send it out like you got to go back and watch these videos and see what we're talking about and we'll definitely get more content up from these guys we will figure out a way to do that for sure definitely. so can you go by
0: the website again guys real quick the website uh www.reachout-marketing.com Okay, I'm gonna put that in the show. How do you spell Dash? Is that
2: D
1: A S H or? D A C H E. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and, I, and I apologize too for even the ones that are watching. I, I was hoping we could get a little bit more detail. Decou- well, yeah, you can get so in much ad. information. Yeah. So much information. So maybe we'll, um, we'll create a reality show just for a web based reality yeah. show. Have you guys walk us through all this? And we'll just create a bunch, a buttload of content, you know, for how to do it the right way. So, yep. uh, so, so good. Um, what else before we, before we go, what would, you know, what other piece of advice would you guys give to the, our listeners?
3: I, my, my number one piece of advice for churches in general is think about how you're spending money to extend your reach. Now um, the whole purpose in my mind of a church isn't necessarily to help the membership. It is to help the membership, but A church is a hospital for the sick in your, in your community. Don't use Facebook. If you're afraid of people coming into your church that aren't used, you're not used to having in your church. Don't waste your money because you will reach more people than you've ever reached before. Mm. You're going to get your, your ads and your content in front of people that, that normally your, your mailers never would have impacted whatsoever. Yeah. Plan on, you know, Get a budget, make a budget for Facebook, put it in your line items. That's, I was talking to my mom who works at a church last night and she said, well, Facebook's not a line item. We can't spend money on it. Put it in your budget. Yeah. yeah. Get some sort of marketing budget set up, but only do it if you want to grow. If you want to extend your reach into your community, if you want to actually help your community and be a hospital for the sick and be uh, a support for those people that live near you and are, are your neighbors and your friends and your family. Yeah. Do Facebook. If you out of Facebook, your
2: uh, take it out of your bulletin things. printing budget if if you need money.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: you're going to hail, Justin.
2: <laughs> I like
1: this one here. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been more than enlightening. Um, I'll end up Taping the duct tape onto my head because it's been exploding the last hour. Um, so I thankful, fun, Geek it yeah. out. You guys, We're thanks, yeah, yeah. We did.
0: We geeked out. We nerded out. Yeah. yeah, we did. This was awesome. We we appreciate the opportunity and and really just hope that we could get you know some some value across. So you know, Facebook's our passion. It's it's a weird thing to be passionate about, but we've done a lot of stuff with
3: Facebook and we just never really felt satisfied with it. The first church we helped. It was celebrating it was amazing. I, I don't <laughs> I'm I'm actually a relatively timid guy when it comes to sharing my faith. But this is a way for me to have a megaphone yeah. and have so many churches and so many people share their faith and share my own faith. It's, Boom. It kind of gives me goosebumps yeah. just to think about it.
2: Dude, we're all about that. I get goosebumps just hearing that because that yeah. that is exactly where me and Van are. Like we both come from corporate backgrounds and worlds, yeah. and we, we give so much to do what we do for churches, and uh it's it's all worth it because you get those goosebumps you get that feeling of like wow i'm actually doing something i used to sell cable tv you know like that was (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly yeah yeah we're with
1: you
0: we're with you brother
1: andrew richie thank you guys for spending time with us and we will definitely be talking with y'all soon sounds good good. Thanks thanks so much thanks
2: thanks for listening to that church podcast with justin dean and van baird Visit us at thatcc.com for additional resources for church communicators.